Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Friday, October 16th. S&P futures are trading about flat. They've been flat for the last few hours. NASDAQ futures are up about 28 points. That's about 25 basis points, a mild outperformance in tech after lagging yesterday. Asia was mixed overnight. Strength in Hong Kong, uh, weakness in Japan. Uh, Europe is trading up about 70 basis points. Europe's having a solid morning. So in terms of macro news, there's really nothing incremental to say. All the big topics are the same as they were yesterday. So there will not be a pre-election stimulus bill. I know there are still talks going on between the White House and the House. Um, again, the, the major issue has always been all along the Senate Republicans, where again, there is no tolerance for a very large bill right before the election. McConnell was explicit in stating that yesterday. Um, so the the Senate will attempt to pass next week a $500 billion stimulus bill. Again, this is the is very consistent with what they passed a couple of weeks ago. That will be dead on arrival with Democrats. It will not go anywhere. So again, I think the market largely has already assumed that there will not be pre-election stimulus, but um, just further evidence of that in the last 48 hours. Um, the town hall events last night are unlikely to alter the course of the race. So Biden's lead remains commanding. The Senate race is still a lot closer. Democrats are thought to have an edge, but again, it's not nearly as clear as the where the White House is headed. The fate of the Senate is still the single biggest macro question for the market, as you it could mean the difference between a trillion dollars or less of incremental spending or five trillion plus of incremental spending. Um, uh, that would that five trillion plus number would assume a blue wave, and that is um, the number is arrived at by adding up the Pelosi. COVID relief ask plus Biden's various uh, spending proposals. So that is really the biggest, I think, area of debate right now in the market. Um, and then as far as COVID is concerned, it's still the same. You still have cases surging in the US and Europe. You still have various different mitigation steps being taken by politicians. Um, and then on the therapeutic vaccine front, you know, again, Pfizer, BNTX was out again in the last, uh, over the last two days, insisting that, you know, they're still moving along with their, their trial. There haven't been any pauses and they still think they could have data out before the end of this month, preliminary data on safety and efficacy. Moderna should be out by November, mid-November. Um, and then as far as the pauses are concerned, you know, J&J, Lilly, and then the AstraZeneca trial in the U.S. are all still on hold. Um, I think, you know, the market assumes that those, that uh, it's a relatively common occurrence with these types of events and isn't um, too concerned about it. So there's still hope on the medical front. Um, and I think that's helping to offset the, um, you know, the explosion in COVID cases that have been witnessed. So not much to talk about on the macro, but there was a lot of company specific news, most of it in Europe and most of it was positive. So you had an upside pre-announcement from Daimler, you had solid Volvo earnings this morning, and then you also had strong Eurozone auto registration figures. So European auto stocks are very strong. That's the top group in Europe up about two and a half percent because of those three pieces of news. LVMH had earnings out after the European close yesterday. That's midday in the US yesterday. They were very strong. That stock is rallying in Europe as well. Man Group had solid results. That stock is higher. Tyson Group received a takeout bid for its steel unit. So Tyson Group is rallying and that's taking some of the other steel stocks higher along with it. The European airline regulator came out and said that the Boeing 737 MAX changes um, appear to be sufficient. So that paves the way for that plane to re-enter service in Europe before the end of the year. That has Rolls-Royce trading higher. So that's obviously um, you know a positive headline for the beleaguered aerospace group. 
So European, Europe is trading very well, um, again, based on a variety of different company-specific factors. There was not much company-specific news in the US, um, barely any earnings out last night. Um, and then just turning to this morning, uh, the focus will be mostly on earnings. So you have a couple more banks, um, Bank of New York, State Street, and then a few other names, including VFC, uh, Schlumberger, and KSU. The U.S. retail sales will hit at 8.30. I doubt that will be a major event for the markets. Um, and just quickly looking into next week, you have three major macro events next week. You have a lot of Chinese economic data that's going to hit Sunday night, Monday morning, including China Q3 GDP. You have the third and you have the second and final debate between Biden and Trump that is scheduled for Thursday night. Um, it looks like that will move forward. I think there's still some question as to the format of it, um, but that would be the last debate. Uh, before the election. And then you have flash PMIs for October out next Friday morning. That will be the first kind of main look at um, the state of the economy in the month of October. And then it's a very busy week on the earnings front next week. So a lot of uh, important names. I have on the mall listed in the piece this morning, and then I'll have previews out for them uh, in a couple of days. So that is everything for this morning. Thank you for listening.